welcome back to the show. It's been so long. Thanks for your patience, everybody. This is Katie, and this is Sex on Sunday with Katie, and I am joined by my very, very good friend. I'm so excited that I have company now. My very, very good friend Jasmine is joining the show. She's going to be guest hosting with me, (laughs) Um, and we're going to be unpacking a lot of good stuff. A lot of great stuff. Welcome, Jasmine. Thank you. It's, it's really good to be here and be able to talk about all the things that relate to sex on Sunday. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about this um, topic of dating and right, right, right. and so forth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so here we are. Mm-hmm. Now we get to do it and have some fun. Yeah. I don't have the wine today, but next time. Yeah. So um, I wanted to say I unfortunately have not been able to record for a while, but hopefully everyone has been keeping up with the Facebook page. Um, yeah, I need to keep up with the Facebook page. Yeah, the Facebook page is, is you know, it's just my weekly musings, yeah. you know, on, like, what I've been going through mm-hmm, or what mm-hmm. things that just come to me. Like, I did an article one time on, like, love and sex and chronic pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And most recently, I did something on interracial relationships. And okay. um, uh, just, you know, there was one called Spread Love. That's what mm-hmm. I entitled it. And, um, you know, I woke up feeling just a little a little lonely that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and Charlottesville was happening. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, this is a, kind of a political free zone. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's just hard to, you know, it's hard to ignore certain things. Right, right, right. So, Absolutely. realistically. So, that was the Spread Love. Um, that was the Spread Love piece that I put on there. So I, I think I've been keeping it going pretty regularly on the Facebook page, but I'm okay. so happy to be back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, Yay. yeah. And, you know, looking forward, I hope that we can engage, you know, more people from the Facebook page and bring some of that stuff into a conversation. Yeah, I've yeah. been trying to get y'all <laughs> to make comments, share the thing. It's so difficult make to get comment. people... But you know what? I gotta get you know uh, in my own. I need to get the um, the Twitter piece going mm-hmm. and also the web, the actual website itself, okay. where people can go. And because I think a lot of times, folks are a little apprehensive to make comments on Facebook because mm-hmm. it's so it's a public page, right? It's so it's right, not right, a right. closed private right, page, right, a public right, page. Right. Yeah. So um, so that's understandable. But we're working on yeah. it, right? We're yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how to how to help people send messages that private and then we'll, we'll figure yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. All got, good things all. to come. So, so, what's up? How's your summer been? Yeah, you know, summer's been good, you know. I'm I'm just like doing me. That's why I call it the summer of doing me. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so, awesome. you know, going to the gym a lot. Yeah. You know, dating a lot. Yeah. You know? I mean, the dating part. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ongoing. Yeah, it's, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It's a journey. It's you know? a conversation that never it's like it's like training for a marathon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> some weeks you get all those miles in, and other weeks you're like, "Ooh, I'm slacking." Yeah, you know. So yeah, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna hit you know bumps in the road sometimes, yeah. but you know, it's all. But it's, you know, a lot good. of good and interesting stuff. I, I, yeah. I look forward to unpacking some yeah. of that stuff. Seriously. So um, this summer, I've been so my summer. You know, I have the kids, so my summer's limited, right? right. So I had July. <laughs> I had July. I turned July out. I'm not even going to lie. Not but really. that's good. You had the whole month of the July. The whole month of July, child free. The kids were like in camp? They were w- away. Yep. That's great. See? That's and, a good month. Um, 
Yeah, it was a good month. I traveled. Mm-hmm. I did a little, you know, junk at some partying. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a bunch of fun stuff. It was it was good. Yeah. Um, it ended a lot sooner. Because, you know, I talked about the dating plan and all that stuff before. Right. You know, single parent dating plan before um, the summertime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the stuff that you, you should do. And, um, you know, all the stuff you could do to kind of set yourself up. But mm-hmm. one of the things I talked about was, like, how it takes a good week. Just to get in the groove, to, of the fact to get that used you, to the fact that you don't have to wake kids up in the morning, yeah, and have some eggs, yeah, them, yeah, yeah, know, just all that stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was just so free. I was too. It was, it was ridiculous. I did not. I did nothing. I didn't clean. I didn't. I didn't eat any food. I worked out. I did all right, the stuff right, you right. did. I worked out. Right. I was in those streets. <laughs> And yeah, it was good. I in did a lot of beach streets. time. I right. love the beach. So I was right, at the right. beach a Which lot. Which beach did you go to? Well, I went to a couple of beaches in Tobago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. To okay, so you're out of town. Okay. And then, but no, I do. Um, I do Rockaway Beach. Okay. I love Rockaway okay. Beach. Rockaway Beach. It's the shore. It the shore is so. Look, Sandy done did a damage to our shore. Our shoreline is jack, but mm. um, it's a cool beach. They have. It's turned like before. I wouldn't even go to Far Rockaway Beach. Right. I'm like, you can't get me to go on the A train to go nowhere. Right. But I'm now. I'm like, right. I'm on it. You know, yeah. and gentrification. Woo, post gentrification. It, it's it's lit. Right. It's helped food. the beach. Oh God, there's yeah. food out there. Yeah. There's live music. No, there's like so, it's clean. So I'm one of these like native New Yorkers that's like beach in New York. Yeah, girl, Ew. Unless it's Long Island. You, you know what? Out. I need to explore. Yeah. I need to explore. And it's a train out. right away. It's, it's I fantastic. It. I, I, love it. It. I love it. I love it. So any cool. There's so much so much has happened and I've hadn't had recorded in a while but I've been thinking a lot about the online dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where it's at. Because okay so just kind of go I was out one night with my girlfriend at this bar, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, the place was filled with women. I was right. like, what the hell? What if happened? you're out here looking for somebody, right. where are mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. men? Mm-hmm. Right. I was really surprised. Yeah. I was right. surprised. I'm like, how are people meeting people? Yeah. Online. <laughs> you know, that's what I said. So I said, let me do my own research. I went right. and I checked out a few websites just to see. Because everyone's talking about it and they're doing it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was like, let me see what this is about. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you what it's about. Go ahead. I mean, you know, so I've been on a lot of different websites. So I just kind of got on. I think it's been about, mm, say, six weeks. So the reason why I got on is because I think I finally got my ex out of my system. Because, you know, like after you break up, there's like a good six to eight months where you got to like cleanse, work out, eat the right foods, listen to Erica Badu, right? Yeah. So I did that. Then I'm like, okay, he's out Burn of my system. Right? <laughs> Burn incense, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? You need to start dating again. Go on some dates. Do it. Do it. Do it. So I started looking at all the sites. And then immediately I signed up for... Um, Okay, Cupid. Okay. Right? And then I signed up for Coffee Meets Bagel. What? I never heard right? of it. Now, everybody thinks that's like an interracial thing, but it's not. I guess coffee and bagel? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm not getting a lot of traction there. Mm. Um, it is interesting because the men have to choose you first. Oh. Yeah. And isn't it true? There's another one where it's the women first, right? You know what? I don't. I'm not sure about the other ones. Okay. Um. And then, so I was watching Insecure, right. and I was like, you know, no, actually, I was on the dating, you know, the search 
in in the little app tool, yeah. and um, the lead came up. And I said, "Is this is this a real thing?" Oh, you talking about? The oh, lead? that happened yes. on Tinder yes. a couple yes. of weeks ago. So it was it was real. It was yeah. real. It was, so the league it was is real. real. The league is real. The oh, league the is, league. The league is real. Okay, my mistake. So, okay, let's back up. Let's back up. Yeah. First of all, uh, we're talking about Insecure. It's a show on HBO. It's yeah, executive produced and starring yeah. Issa Rae right. of The Misadventures of Awkward right. Black Girl. And it's all about young urban professionals yeah. in L.A., dating, sex, and beyond um, yeah. relationships. And it's, it's the hotness. If you're right. not watching it, you're missing right. out. It's season two. Right. This week, just for episode four, just passed. Yeah. Okay, so and, and people think I'm Issa Rae, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not oh, yeah, right, right, right. You, you right. kind of look like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, I saw that. I said, this, "Is this a real thing?" And I signed up for the league. Actually, that was the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'm on that. Tell us what the league is. So the league is supposed to be, you know, if you've seen the show Insecure, the character Molly. Got tired of what are you allowed Love to say? She, she got tired. She got tired of dating, quote unquote, hotel. Yes. Ninjas, right? Yeah. yeah. And she just really wanted to date men on, quote unquote, on her level. Right. And the league, you know, they look at. They have this algorithm where they look at your Facebook friends, your LinkedIn friends, the places where you've worked and where you went to school, so your education, and then they put you on a three month waiting list to mm-hmm. see if. They want to accept you or not. And then after those three months, you get off the waiting list, you get in this league. It's, everyone's supposed to be like, you know, a sexy professional. Sounds bougie. Okay. It's very bougie. Um, and everyone's not sexy, okay? <laughs> Everyone went to a great school, but right. that's not why I'm getting in this, yeah. you know? So um, not a lot of traction there. Um, so I signed up for the OK Cupid. I've done it all. The Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay, Cupid was cool, but it was a lot of international men. I'm getting like everyone from the Middle East, you know, they, they're coming for me, right? And the Italian men, they're coming for Listen, me. Listen, I was in the hardware store the other day. And these, look, no, no disrespect. Okay, of all the men in the, across the diaspora, mm-hmm. I have not dated an East Indian man. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, have I get not this dated. I don't know, a Central American man. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. And I'm in the hardware store, and these Indian men were yeah. humming no, they were coming for, for me. Too. me. They're I'm coming like, for me. What's really going they're on? They're coming for me. I'm like, yeah. what is there something we're unaware of? Like, is there I, I don't, some? I don't know. Like, you know, website right, that right, they're going right. to, and they think that like I don't know what <laughs> is it? Is it housewives? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't trust it. I'm like all of a sudden. Yeah, but I'm, all I'm, of a sudden, I'm getting all of them though. I mean, yeah. what, do they know that we're probably the most? Are we the most available? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like know. chocolate. I I'm have not, no theory on listen, that. I'm just like really. I know it's a it's a lot. And he was very. He was like, "You're cute," and in right. the broken. I'm like, look, I looked back. I was like, who's he talking to? Right? I looked back. Not that I don't think I'm cute, but I was just like, really? You got it like that? Okay. Yeah, it's like, a right. it's a thing. It's a thing. Like, so right. I'm getting a lot of international uh, burn, and you know I'm I'm getting my classic um, African Caribbean men that are in Brooklyn. I'm getting wow. a lot of that. Yeah, I love that. So, um, but then I was like, I was watching uh, what's the show? Catfish. I was watching Catfish, oh. which is my, one of my favorite shows. And one of the girls was like, "Yeah, I met him on Plenty of Fish." I was like, "Plenty of Fish? What's that?" 
And so I, I, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, another site, more options. I don't like So I got them plenty of fish and you don't like it for a reason. Yeah. Okay. And then after I had the experience on there, I, I, I said, what? Is it me? Am I only having a bad experience? Now Google it. It said, it's the MySpace of online dating. <laughs> That's so trash. <laughs> So but it is. It? it is. Yeah, I. You know it what? Is. Everyone on there is a construction ago. worker. Shout out to the construction yeah. workers. Yeah. Everyone on playing fish. Oh right. Okay. So that brings me to um. That brings me to the like the your top three, your bottom three. Oh. I'm just gonna go with my bottom. Oh three yeah, bottom three. Plenty of fish is plenty of fish is number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zeus. You know about Zeus. Ah, Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. Those are the dustiest looking men. <laughs> All races, they're all dusty. No, you're right. If you're, you're on right. Zeus and you're fine, you're get right. off. Get off no, of there. No, you're right. You're Don't, right. I mean, no disrespect, right. but it was just like, however, I have a friend mm-hmm. who lives in the DMV area, mm-hmm. and she was having really good luck. With I Zeus? With Zeus. Hmm. I just think, in mm. this metro area, Zeus was mm. a two thumbs down for me. Oh, you know what's a, a, a bottom three? Black people be me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Done. goodness. Done. Never, never I'm like, on it. Why? Never I don't want to be meeting. I'm sorry. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. That is the worst. That's worse than plenty of fish. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. So here are a couple of other things um, I came across. I came across this um, one app, um, and I thought it would have been cute. It's a cute idea. Aphrodite. You heard of that Aphrodite. One? Aphrodite. What? Where you can meet eligible black singles by nationality or ethnicity around what? the world, right? You know, you know. Okay. So y- 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 you know the Africans and the Caribbeans, that, they love me. You know. Okay, um, so the idea seemed good. I said, let me just, you know, I'm, I'm, look that I'm researching. So I went on, I signed up, put my profile on there. I want to talk I want to talk a little bit about profile Uh-oh. stuff too, right? <laughs> profile on there, whatever. I'm like, let me see, you know, what happens. If it's good, I'll, you know, right, I'll promote right. it. I'll promote it on the show. Right. So, um, girl, the app, it just did not work. It wasn't, it didn't, it, you know. Didn't and it's work. two, I think, black women who, um, started it or created the app and so mm-hmm. the concept is great um but it just it wasn't a good uh, app but I, right. I, I i'm i'm hoping that they get their thing together because i think it could be a good thing for people who don't want to swipe white which is mm. you know is which is what a lot of people are having to do now because that's just swipe and white. i mean here's my thing with that and i'm gonna keep it real brief mm-hmm. you know because i was complaining about um only getting white matches on the league Right. And then one of my coworkers was like, well, just um, eliminate that as a criteria. I was like, no. Because I'm waiting for Matthew McConaughey yeah, to get on there. Yeah, so I can swipe yeah, on him. Eliminate it. I'm just go. saying it's I'm not, not for everybody. Right, it's right, not right. for everybody. I, I mean, I have friends who only swipe white. They only really? date white men. And that's just, listen, I'm like, look, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? They're, they don't have the stress. I'm not saying they're stress-free, but it's just, it's easy. Right. I look, I have a friend, God bless her. She has in her Tinder, I was like, oh, you know, you know, when I first got on there, I was like, oh, I'm getting traction. This is mm-hmm. cute, whatever. And she was like, yeah, I'm just breaking up with my boyfriend. I'm going to go back into Tinder. I'm like, girl, I got like 25 people in my queue. <laughs> She's like, I got like a thousand. I was like, what? She's that, like, yeah. She's like, but I've been on means, eight years. You've been yeah. on Tinder eight years? And that just means that she's not unmatching them. Yeah. Because I got a strong yeah, got unmatched unmatch. policy. Unmatch. Yeah, me too. Once you start getting on my nerves yeah. and you want to be my pen pal, I'm unmatching I you. I don't understand, like, and this is what, maybe you could help me with this a little bit. Like, 
I try to understand um, how, like, so I've heard it's good. You chat for a little bit, and right. then it's, you get off the app, get right? Get off the app. Get off the app. Get out of this is the, the advice app. that I that I yeah. heard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from um, my favorite right. sex sex podcast. Yeah. But she said um, it's best to take yourself off of the mm-hmm. app, mm-hmm. and if if you're really interested in a person, otherwise you just get too familiar right. in mm-hmm. the app, and mm-hmm. then. When you finally do meet each other, and then she also said, "Get off texting too. Like, hop oh, to the yeah. date right away. Hop to Don't, it. I need to see you in person. Yeah, let's 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 you know not waste a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Three business know, days. Yeah. Okay, that's a Three good one. Three business days. Three business days. Yeah. Because right? after that, first of all, I got questions, and you need to match up with that profile. Right. Oh, that was walking in so looking crazy. So there was the one crazy. scene on Insecure that oh, was yeah. so funny. <laughs> Where where Issa Rae's character, right. whose, whose name is Issa, right, um, is she she's got this date for this from this guy online. Yeah. You know, she met online, and yeah. they're gonna meet at the Kiss and Grind, right. which mm-hmm. is like a little mm-hmm. day party right, situation, right, right. real cute. Mm-hmm. She's there, she's got her braids, it's cute. Right, right, right. He shows up, he's like, uh, you right. don't look like your picture. Right, and he's like, your hair's different. She's like, yeah, I like to switch it up. He's like, you want to switch it back? Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. had braids in the photo. That's so interesting. Yeah. A guy told me that once that black women, they change their hair a lot, and you just never know, like who who you who you're who you're gonna meet, right? So he told me when he's on on Tinder, mm-hmm. um, that that's typically the case with, with black women. Mm-hmm. They'll have like five or six different right. pictures and in each picture they look right. different. Right, right, right. So that I thought that was really funny. Um Yeah, that comes with the territory. Listen, so my I have a look, so there women listen guys, women are really clear. If you're not getting um serious prospects online here's some of the things that i heard what yeah. they say okay yes okay Good segue. they don't want to swipe you if you're not wearing a shirt okay if you're wearing if you're not wearing if you're not wearing a shirt you're naked half naked they don't they're not gonna they're not swiping you you're going I mean, you're unless swiping. you're there for a different reason if you're there for a different reason right yeah. but in general right most people are out there because they want to meet somebody to date. Mm-hmm. And then you have some days or some nights you may, like, just want to hook up, right? Right. Oh, well, not But in me, general... But people, yeah. Yeah, the, the women that I've spoken to about this thing, they're just like, mm-mm. He doesn't have on a shirt. Yeah. I don't understand the very close-up selfie. The mug shots. Why? Why are you doing that? Why? People, stop the mug shots. Why? I'm a judger. I judge it all. Stop taking photos stop in your car. You look crazy. That's ridiculous. You look crazy. Be doing something. Like, we want to see you in action. Actually, with you know your what? clothes on. Right, with your clothes. Well, I mean, hey, I'm not against a topless uh, selfie yeah, in the context. Okay, okay. In the, con- in I the context. I forgot who I'm talking to. Jasmine, you know, maybe, Jasmine, she likes sexy guys. <laughs> maybe if they're, like, you know, doing Tough Mudder and they're shirtless. Well, that's true. Or they're, just, okay. they're out running. Ah. I can take that. I can take that. I can't take the naked selfie in the bathroom. Yeah, that's gross. You you look you yeah. look crazy. Yeah. Also, you know what else look crazy? The shades. Why you got those shades in every phone? Why? I, how crazy. can I connect with you? You look crazy. You look crazy. Okay, here's another one. Why are you in the photo with fifty million people? Right. How and with your hot friend. You are. And right. I'm like, who is it? Right. Is it your hot friend? Or a hot girl. <laughs> I mean, unless you're looking for a unicorn, right? right? A unicorn is a playmate between you and your mate, somebody you wanna have like right. a little special right. menage thing going yeah. on. Unless you're doing that. that, why are you in the photo I with love that. women? It doesn't it like No, I know. 
I know. Oh, you know what I hate? And this is like my top judging point. Stop exploiting your kids <laughs> and having them <laughs> in your online dating profile. So Stop whack. it. I'm going to so report whack. you to ACS. Listen, there's a way. Trust me, I'm a single parent. There's a way that you can segue your kids into the conversation. They don't need to be in the photos. They don't need to be in the photos. That's, that's whack. It's Mm-mm. too much. And it's too much exposure yeah. for your children. Little like, Takesha and Raheem don't need to be in the photos. I don't want to see a picture of your pet. No, I don't. Or your car. Or your car. Yeah. You're crazy. I'm right. like, I'm not dating your car. Are you your giving profile, that to me when we meet? Your profile can be simple, you know, but nothing at all. That just, to me, I'm like, eh, he's probably arrogant. Because you just think your picture speaks for itself. Well, I, I just like to keep it basic. And I put that in my profile. I'm like, listen, yeah. people, all I want to see is how you look. That's it. Really? Yeah, I want to see your face. You don't want anything in the profile? Um, Yeah, you can say something. But, you know, I'm judging the photos first. Oh. You know? It's like face, right? Because, you know, I'm a teethist. I need to see if those teeth are intact. I need to see if your eyes, like, if they're normal. You don't have an evil twitch or something like that. And then... I just need to see how your body looks. Yeah. I'm what you're working with. I'm looking at your hairline. I'm looking at all that. I'm looking at your wardrobe. I am. I'm looking at style. I am. I'm looking at your wardrobe and what you're doing. You know, like if you're, you know, standing in front of Madison Square Garden, like, dude, okay, that's not, unless you're wearing like some kind of jerk. I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm looking at what you're doing in your photos. There was, there was one plenty of fish profile i'm like this is the ideal profile and yeah. i actually let him know uh-huh. he had like one picture in a suit like at a wedding yeah. right yeah. and then like one picture at work at his desk <laughs> and then and then I another can't. and then another photo on like his like hood streetwear okay right right, so right. Good... he was out in the bar right. just like chilling with a little cat yeah, and i was yeah. like i like that okay i like okay. and then it was one picture of him like running to the end of the Ooh, marathon okay i was like i, I like, like this that. so he's well-rounded i like that I had, there was one guy, he was really, you know, this was, I guess this was Tinder. This was Tinder a while ago. And um, he had, um, you know, like the not too close up selfie Mm -hmm. with the glasses. So I was like, okay, you know, he looks smart, whatever. And then, and then he had one picture of him being carted away by the police at like some kind of demonstration. I I saw this guy. I saw this guy. Oh, I saw him. Oh. I was like, you crazy. What are you doing? That. I love that. Did you love that? I, I certainly did. I, swiped, I was like, I swiped, that's I swiped, interesting. I swiped, I swiped right on him. I was like, so you have a record. So that's what we're working well, with? it looked like it was a political, <laughs> it looked like it was a political Right, no, it's protest. true. It's I true. was like, okay, so he, I've you know. I've seen that. He wasn't that cute, activism. though. He wasn't that's that cute. That's okay. You know, you can't always go can't for. Can't have everything. The looks. Sometimes you, you have can't. to go for, you know personality charm really personality and charm over being fine listen listen sometimes yeah you gotta you have to (sighs) listen your bar is dumb high all right i get it no one's perfect i'm not perfect right but you gotta be cute yeah you gotta be cute your teeth have to be intact he He wasn't all that though he wasn't all that. I remember this person. Was he like, like the right. black jack? Like, like, yes, yes, he was. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, he's still on Tinder because I swiped to the left. Ta-da, yeah. Ta-da-da. Well, he's been on there a long time. Yeah, he has. Well, anywho's, um, yeah, so that that's that's the online thing. Um, we are going to switch gears. We're coming back with um, 
a guest to talk about another topic. Right. That, Which is that, mm-hmm. that, that we it's connected to the connected online to, stuff. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's also connected to the show right, um, right. Insecure. Yeah. Um, this week, this past week, episode four, um, yeah. Molly and Dro, right? Molly is best friends with Issa. Right. Her good friend Dro, I guess they went to college together. It sounds like they grew up together. And, she was talking yeah. about kissing them in middle school right, or something like right. that. Yeah. And um, he's married. Right. And so they popped in to episode three and mm-hmm. then he's they saw each other at this kiss and grind event. Right. Um and great title. Um, kiss and grind. I know. So cute. I love this let's, show. Let's, let's do and that. so yeah. they and so and so he <laughs> let her know that, that he was in an open relationship. Right. And um, that's been a really hot topic right. as of late. I've been wanting to do a show on non-monogamy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just been coming up more and more these days. Right. I, um, I'm pro non-monogamy. Okay. I don't know if it's for me, but I am pro non-monogamy. Okay. Because I think that we need options at this point. Right. Now, um, having said that, we're going to bring in Christopher Smith. He's a Ph.D. student at Howard University, published in the area of polyamory and non-monogamy within the black American demographic. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for being with us today. So, of course, no problem. We were just talking about the the last episode of, um, of Insecure with Molly and Dro, which, by the way, I did want to squeeze this in quickly before mm-hmm. we start this conversation. Okay. Dro, though, Dro's trending. Dro's like hot, hot boy. You mean oh, yeah. as a character or like, yeah, like as a real person? Like both. Like okay. girls are like, oh, Dro, right? And so I wonder, like, are they excited about the idea of this, hmm. this non-monogamous? Interesting. You know possibilities, or is he just cute? I I do think that light skinned guys are making a comeback, so I, I think he's adorable. <laughs> I do. I mean, mm, see, you I mean it know? could be both. It could be both. <laughs> it could be both, right? It could be both. But anyway, um, the verdict is still out. Yeah, I think he's cute. Let's unpack it a little bit, Chris. What did you think about the about the episode? Um, I actually liked it. It, on all on all fronts with Lawrence and with Dro, the reaction oh, Molly yeah. had to Dro, because yeah. that is actually the reaction I get a lot. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, like what you do, your research, and your life. Well, so I'm a, currently a PhD student at Howard University. I work for district government in, in the United States Air Force, but my interest in my research focuses around relationship trends within America, more specifically polyamory in the black American. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my life, I'm currently, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. I have two partners. They have their own partners. Um, and it's always interesting. I'm sure. I'm sure. It sounds like fun. I've, I've been following you guys on Instagram. I have to say, first of all, you guys are beautiful. You guys are so Thank you. beautiful. And um, you genuinely, genuinely look happy i know that you are right just based on you know following you um and we've spoken before you're you're pretty you know as regular as they you know come as i don't know how to say it correctly but you're 
I'm a normal yeah, person. At that. You're a normal person, right. right? You're not like a weirdo, you know, and I think that's the, the misconception that people have when they think about um, non-monogamy. They go, to, they go directly to swinging, right? And they go directly right. to... Um, all, all of what's considered to be like a negative, but mm-hmm. I, I have to tell you when I, you know, cause I follow you guys, you guys are great. You guys are great. Thank yeah. Thank so, you. so, so this is a good, um, segue for me to like start asking the Molly question. So Chris, can you break down some of these definitions? Like, uh, what is polyamory? What is open relationship? What is swinging? Like, can you break down some of these things so we can get some clarity? Sure. So. Polyamory is a relationship orientation or a relationship structure. Like there's monogamy, which everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. There's polygyny, which breaks down, or sorry, there's polygamy, which breaks down into polygyny and polyandry. Um, Polygyny is where a male or a man has multiple partners and their partners do not have other partners. Mm. And that's traditionally what we see with like some 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 people who practice Islam and in other right, countries. Right, right. According it also existed here in the United States right, and still right, does. Right. Um, and then you have polyandry. And polyandry is where a woman or a female will have multiple partners and they don't have other partners. And that's practiced worldwide as well. Mm. Um, and has been historically Native Americans, India, China uh, some before westernization mm-hmm. uh, all practice these things. Okay. And then there's polyamory. And polyamory simply is where uh, whoever, if you're in a relationship, you are able to emotionally, mentally, physically, or otherwise connect with other people outside of your relationship mm-hmm. with the knowledge and consent of everybody you're in relationship with. Mm, okay, okay. So what so is it? I'm sorry. Oh, good. So what's the difference between um, open and polyamory, or is there a difference? So it's always grayish, but what we like to say is open relationship is more so binary focus. It's like two focus, and they're only sexually opening up their relationship. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Whereas with polyamory, you don't have to have sex. You can have sex. You can just have somebody who's an emotional partner. Or you could have somebody who you go to the movies with every day, but you still share intimacy. Like, it puts sex not off a pedestal, but it brings everything else (laughs) that relationships consist of on the same pedestal of sex. So my next question to that, um, how do you control for STDs and jealousy? Well, STD is simple. You wear condoms and you, because everybody is open um, and transparent about their sexual activity, mm-hmm. you can have check-ins. And so it actually lowers the risk because you're not trying to run around and hide because you're cheating. Okay. And when you say check-ins, like people are bringing the medical records? Yeah. Those you have people bring medical records. You'll have like full-on 30 to 45-minute conversations about sexual history, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um STI or STD history, mm-hmm. like it's literally, I've been in a situation with a young lady where she was like, okay, well, I had this in 2007, last time I got tested was this, they cleared this up, da 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 so you literally go okay. through a whole background check. That's awesome. And what was this? The other piece was jealousy. And the reason why I bring that up is because 
the thing that you mentioned, like it is open for different levels of intimacy. So how do you control for you feeling like, oh, they're spending more time with the other person or they have a deeper connection with the other person? Is there a way you guys control for that or do you just let it evolve the way it's going to evolve? Well, I can tell you, everybody has their own techniques. Mm -hmm. um, there are two rules that I follow. Okay. Rule number one, you'll never be everybody to anybody, so get over mm. it. Let, yeah. that, let that go? That's a hard truth. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, That's I'm a hard truth. Got to let it go. Mm -hmm. Because realistically, you can't be everything to everybody okay. or anybody. Okay. No matter what you do, like you could be the bomb diggity. Like you could have millions of dollars. You could, you know, whatever it is, have this personality, but you may not be able to speak Spanish or know a culture. Right. Right. And true, true. that connection may be a connection <laughs> that that somebody would like or that right. cultural difference is somebody that would like. Okay. Do you so see... it's accepting your own limitation. Mm. Chris, do you see more and more people um, trending towards non-monogamy? In particularly, in particular, polyamory, or is there another kind of non-monogamy? Well, aside from the, the the most popular one, cheating. Right. I was gonna say that's the one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> aside from that one, um, you know, do, do you, what are the things that you're noticing in terms of trends? Well, what I'm noticing is that people, one, we have been non-monogamous as humans. Period. Um, so now you see, because with the internet, with the spread of knowledge and accessibility to different programming, there is a, a upwards twin in people either openly experimenting or still privately experimenting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or even knowing what it is. Like right, if you would have right, taken a poll maybe 40, 50 years ago of, hey, how many people do you feel are openly doing this or even what is this word? Mm -hmm. Uh, it would have been drastically lower the percentage of individuals who knew what it was. Mm. Um, but you also take into account that polyamory is such an expansive thing. It's not just one thing. Right. Like how people shape their polyamory is very different. And a big thing is like, yo, this is my poly. Mm. Some people only are like asexual, so they don't have gotcha. sex in any of their polyamorous relationships. We learn something today. Let's talk about the other uh, scene, non-monogamous scene in oh, in, in, in the episode the where Lawrence with the threesome with the yeah. two blondes. Um, yeah. Were they were they both blonde? But yeah. two, the yeah, two yeah, white yeah. women. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And uh, I call that. I said they mandigoed him. <laughs> they totally mandigoed him. They did. They completely <laughs> mandigoed him. <laughs> I mean, I saw it coming. So this, I, I, you know, I was slightly disappointed in him yeah. because when he was in the supermarket out and they offered to pay, I was like, boy, mm -hmm. you better run. They right. offering to pay for your groceries. Mm -hmm. Message. <laughs> I'm shocked that he's shocked. I mean, but I, well, you know what? I don't know. I think I disagree with you in that, you know, he just got out of a long-term relationship mm -hmm. and, you right. know, he's feeling himself, you know, Tasha was laying it down and he's, he's like, I'm out here. Homegirl from the job was checking him out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Y'all got to get up to speed on the insecure. I'm, I'm, I'm giving away a lie here. If you have, if you've never watched, I'm spoiling it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, 
I'm not mad at him, and I'm just like, yeah, he needs to store his oats a little bit and get some stuff out of his system. You see where he ended up at the end of the night. I'm not mad at him. But I'm, I'm, I, you know. I'm just shocked that he's shocked. He doesn't have G like that. Lawrence no, is right. Lawrence is not like a hit guy. <laughs> no, you're right. He, you know. He is fine, so, though. No, he's Let's gorgeous. be clear on the fine. Let's be really, he's really fine. clear on that. But I'm just like. You know what they want you for, boo? No. He was like, he went in with this attitude like, I'm about to bag. You know what I mean? No, you're right. He had a really, you know, it, it's so interesting it's watching true. this from a, a, a woman's gaze as opposed right. to watching it's this. True. This could have been a very different episode right. had it been produced by right. a man, right? right? right. So um, just want to point that out. Also wanted to point out, you know, um, I made a point to a friend the reason why I started this show is because I feel like black women do not have the the sexual agency that white women have Mm -hmm. and this episode pretty much proved proved my point Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything wrong with what they did and I actually felt like I'm not saying I'm not suggesting that people should go out there and do that but I thought it was so fantastic to see how um, I mean with the drugs and all that stuff was damn Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm fantastic to see women completely you know um having ownership of their sexuality Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that has very little to do with you know male um interaction right Right. yeah Yeah. so i i I did want to say that um and i hope i wonder i wonder what people think about that so if you want to make comments on the facebook page please do or email me at um sex on sunday with katie at gmail.com I really love your feedback, and we can continue to talk about that. But um, Chris, well, you know what's, mm-hmm. what's interesting about that? There, there's two things: being a polyamorous male in a community that is mostly white, at least openly. Mm. You deal with that a lot, and it's a fetishized. You're fetishized as an African American male. Mm. And that's something that me and a lot of the other African-American males talk about all the time. Like, mm-hmm. we have to be very careful with who we link up with because simply because they're open relationship-wise doesn't mean that they're aware of their own bias stereotyping in yeah. the life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the chocolate And that's a lot of teaching, teachable moments in that. Yeah. So, um... Now, secondly, mm-hmm. he should have known they, they were trying to get him. Like, it was $47. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what I said. I'm like, mm, that was a little unrealistic. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, if I'm in a grocery store and two women period, right. And and you know, like, oh, I got you. But but you know, that's also you know him being a, a, an attractive black male. You know, he can accept that because right. if you're a woman and you're in a store and a man is like, let me pay for that, you're like, I'm okay. Because I know what you're gonna try to do once you pay for this. You have you have an understanding yeah. of what you know is gonna happen. I mean, I don't they prostituted him. They totally <laughs> they did. <got> <laughs> they totally did. And you know, I um, you know, this is whole dialogue that's happening here in Brooklyn. I don't know about what's going down there in DC where you at. <laughs> but you know about how approachable white women are as opposed to black women. I don't want to go into it too much here. We'll go into that later. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's very interesting. You know the dynamic. Of, Why? Because we're not paying for people groceries. Yeah, girl. Yeah, we're not still paying for people groceries. No. Anywho. Anywho, that, I just wanted to throw that in there. But we'll, we'll pick it up again. 
um, when we when we get into the um, and that's the show I'm looking forward to into the interracial okay. interracial dating. Cool. cool. Um, but anyway, back to you, Chris. Tell us a little bit about um, what you've pl- published. So I published, uh, it was a 30-page journal article in the Journal of Black Sexuality and Relationships. Um, the editor of that is James Wadley, Dr. James Wadley. He is a professor at Lincoln University. I suggest everybody look up his work. He's been writing on relationships uh, for years. Awesome. Um, but my particular article is entitled Open to Love, Polyamory, and the Black American. And it's basically an introduction to polyamory um, historically and currently the current organizations that are uh, interracial, interethnic, that support and do conferences on it, mm-hmm. as well as the black American statistical situation, like mm-hmm. how we only make, I believe it was 33,000 yearly mm-hmm. on average mm-hmm. as people. Wow. That is our average income, mm-hmm. uh, whereas we're at the lowest. Wow. How we're at the lowest statistics for income, for education, yeah. for da 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 da. Right. And you know, as we hear all the time on different census data, on the news, all this stuff. Yeah. But then introduce polyamory, not just as a form of sexual interaction, but mm-hmm. a way to economically and educationally better ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Take it for example. We'll say you say thirty-three thousand is what the average is. There's one person making thirty-three thousand, trying to struggle. We'll say DC, the average what, and in Brooklyn too. Yeah. The cost of what a studio is probably like two thousand. Absolutely. Yeah. How are you going to survive like that? Then we'll say you also bring in kids. Right. Right. Yes. So what if there were three people in that household that were all in a relationship, making thirty-three thousand, taking care of that with those one or two kids? Okay, so this is a, a, a new direction. Uh, so I would like to ask a question about that. So uh-huh. when we just, when we discuss polyamory, we're talking about actually like living with people as a family unit because I was under the impression, yes. oh, okay, so that changes the game. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not just, like I said, it's not just out here being a freak or having sex with everybody. Gotcha. That's not... That's some people's polyamory. Gotcha. Other people's polyamory. Uh, I know a couple that live in Springfield. Mm. They have a three-story house. Her her husband, her other partner, and their three kids all live together. They have six cars, uh, a pool in the backyard, and no debt. Gotcha. Why? Because they okay. work together. That's what. That's gotcha. awesome. I'm pro. I'm I'm pro non-monogamy. I'm mm-hmm. pro polyamory. I I'm curious though. I, I I think I told you this. I tried it for one week. I tried. I, I, it didn't work for me because yeah. I felt like right. So, but I but that's limited to the person who right. I was interacting right. with, right? Right, right. right. I felt right. like um, he wasn't really um, it, like the contract is very clear and it's mm-hmm. important to make to keep your word, mm-hmm. you know. And so we were having some issues with that, and I just I saw it early on, and I was just like, right, right, this right. is a deal breaker for me, right. So, but I, but maybe at some point down the mm-hmm, line, mm-hmm. who knows? I'm open to it. Um, but I was wondering about that. Ha, are any of your partners, did they come in into the relationship from a previously um, monogamous relationship? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to speak to a woman. I feel like in general... <clears throat> 
I hate to say this, and I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but it's easier for men to do this, right? Well, obviously, there are more of us than you, and, um, you know, women are a little bit more flexible, I think, than the average man out here, right? Um, and trying to, for me, to try to convince a monogamous, you know, typically, traditionally monogamous man to, um, to you know, share me. Mm-hmm. Um, how, however sexually or emotionally mm-hmm. um, is a tall order for yeah. most women. So I'm curious to know, two, so that's two questions. Um, did that, you know, is that a part of your situation where someone came in from a mo- monogamous relationship into a non-monogamous relationship and like, um, I guess you can't really speak to the, from the woman's perspective, but maybe you can. Okay. Um, well, I'll speak as much as I can to the women's perspective, but I'll start with the we all, everybody that I'm in relationship with, um, particularly to like primary partners, if you want to call them primary, I don't really like the word primary because it kind of makes a hierarchy, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it's more so we all came from monogamous backgrounds and relationships. Mm-hmm. And it has been interesting dealing with the I call the remnant of monogamy. And that really more so shows up in the idea of importance. Like when you when you look at the difference between equality and equity, it's it's amazing. When you think of equity, it's the fact that everybody plays a role in something, though they may not be there as much a time or they may not spend as much time. Right. Whereas equality that's what we're thinking of when we always think about monogamous relationships. Oh, stuff should be equal, da 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 even mm-hmm. though it never really is. Right. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's that difficulty of not feeling, like, like uh, somebody mentioned earlier, of not feeling simply because you spend less time with somebody, you're not as valued. And even mm-hmm. as a man who came from a conservative, monogamous, my dad's a Republican. My parents were married for 35 years. Oh, okay. I went to church Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Sunday. Wow. I was in the choir. Wow. Right. <laughs> and then being one of the only guys that I know that is okay with it and that mm-hmm. has pushed to be okay with it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, do I sometimes feel like, do I have to check myself and say, hey, I'm still important, even though my partner has, like, two other partners? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. It's never jealousy is a is a fear thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you can accept that, one going back, you're not everything, and two that it's a fear, you'll be able to face it a lot differently. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a fear of not being valued. It's a fear of not being important. It's a fear of like possibly being taken advantage of. It's all right. these fears that we feel every day right. in any type of relationships we have, whether they're work relationships, whether they're whatever definition you want to put to them. Um, So coming from the monogamous point of view or into polyamory, it's basically just a reshifting. You you have to be more flexible. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that brings brings me to my next question. You know, you you, you set uh, the foundation for for this. It's like, how did you get there? Like, what happened where you say, you know what, I'm going to practice polyamory. Monogamy is no longer for me. Well, uh, divinity school. So I have a master's degree in religion and society. Okay. Um, it was actually a world religions class mm-hmm. that we went through 
and this isn't like church-like school. This is academic. You're studying base history, how things interconnect socially, psychologically, anthropologically, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned that religions have been very much um, skewed to binaries when the original religions, or you can say the ones that existed the longest, like Hinduism, Buddhism, Mm -hmm. uh, Jainism, they're all very diverse and inclusive. Yeah. And understanding that Christianity was also diverse and inclusive until the Roman Catholic Church, or until the, the creation of the Roman Catholic Church by the Roman Empire. Right, right, right. So if you understand that, you know, a lot of the things in which we live by the doctrines or the ideas wasn't because of a religion itself, it was because mm-hmm. of a civilization that took this religion, weaponized it, yeah. and then used it and spread it. Yeah. It kind of <clears throat> opens up your mind. Yeah. But also the fact that if God is so, like, omnipotent in everything, why would God want us to limit ourselves to one thing at any point in time if God is everything? That's a really great point. You know, I always make the analogy to my shoes. Like, I have about 40, maybe 40, 50 pairs of shoes. Dang, I got like five. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But but I have I have my main shoe. My I have a main right. shoe that I probably wear maybe like two to three times a week, but I can't wear it every day. I need other things. I need other shoes, sometimes an open toe, sometimes a fuchsia shoe. So it sounds shoe. like you might be, you know, good you with know, the non monogamy as well. You know what? Perhaps. And your shoe game is kinda non monogamy. I have I have some work on myself to do. I got those fears I need to unpack that um that Chris talked about. But Chris, I want to go back to what you mentioned about religion. Because when I think of black people, I think about religion. You know, we love some God, right? So where do you see, where where do you see this going in our community, especially if black communities are just like really into God? Well, the same place any, any idea goes. It can either be accepted or it can be pushed out. The one thing that I do know that shapes community and civilization is the need for survival. Mm. I personally feel like we're in a place of survival, and Mm. we have been since we were brought here. Agreed. We have been systematically separated by Mm. families, broke apart the African family on purpose, set man versus woman, child versus adult, age versus age, um, and continually put ways to separate people. Mm-hmm. I think that when we get to a point, if we ever get to the point that we realize we can only do this together, mm-hmm. that these type of relationship structures will become more accepted. Mm. And people how, have to see the fruit of it. I think what happens a lot of times in, in non-monogamous relationships is um, the women suffer. Um, mm. And I'm not and I'm not speaking you know about your relationship personally and as you mentioned earlier there are um you can make each polyamorous relationship what you want it um but when i think about polygamy right which is something that i'm familiar with um i think about i mean this isn't judging it but i think about how a lot of the women in polygamous relationships you know they accept it because it's it's um part of of the laws that govern their religion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they're not happy right. in those relationships. Right. 
And, um, you know, so I, 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 you know, I wonder if you have any, any thoughts about that. I think that's very true um, because of patriarchy, because mm-hmm. the idea of subservientness of women or that women should be subservient, that has proliferated across the world. Um, the idea of relational health is pushing, and it's just now, and I say just now, like it hasn't been a, like maybe what, 60, 50 years since it's been pushing. Mm-hmm. That's not enough, particularly in America, for women to be expressive and free and, and validated in their own ideas of relationship and what they need out of relationship. That is something that's not going to go away until yeah. patriarchy goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and Unfortunately. The, yeah. And, and I hate patriarchy because patriarchy hurts the women that I love, mm-hmm. and it also hurts me. Yeah, because right. it makes me have to live up to a standard right. that I would never want to live up to, which is yeah. to be the ever dominant man. Yeah. yeah, good for you. Good for you, Chris. We like you. <laughs> so I know a lot of women who, in polyamorous relationships, have felt like they've been abused mm-hmm. or they've been, um, they've been neglected in the life. And we actually, as a community, come together and act as we check man or woman that is abusive. Mm. What does that look like? like? You, you'll be surprised like, how quick a conference will happen to be like, yo, we out this, are we ousting this person or not? Mm. So what does the oust look like? It's like, like you're effectively cut off from the community. Like, you're excommunicated. Mm. Like, word spreads that you're this abusive person. If, if you have a chance to respond mm-hmm. and and try to you know fix it, but right. if you show yourself to continually be an abusive person, mm-hmm. like the social circles of polyamory, they're tight enough where if we communicate with somebody, it will spread. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do the best we can to look out for our own. Are we beginning? Like no, not at all. Stuff mm-hmm. still happens, but there is an intentionality about it, which is a lot different than what you see in a lot of the monogamous community. Right, that's true. Great. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Um, I think I'm, shoot, I learned a lot. No, I, I totally learned a lot. And I hope the um, listening audience learns learned a thing or two as well. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with Molly and Dro? <laughs> I think Molly... You know what? Gonna I think it. Molly going to be in true Molly fashion. Gonna... What's, wait, what's Molly fashion? Yeah, what's Molly fashion? <laughs> she gonna hit throwing it quick? Throwing that thing down. She no. gonna throw it down. You no, think, yeah. So you she think, gonna throw it down. is this gonna, do you, I wonder if they're gonna make her, I feel like this is gonna be a thing for her for a little while. She likes this guy. I think it's, yeah. here, here, here's what I think. I think it's gonna turn out to be a disaster for her. I think. <laughs> like so. Molly, Molly's the type of character for me that she is the, I have a lot of friends that are just like Molly. Oh, mm-hmm. we all do. <laughs> Like, I, I, I am Molly. Molly. What are you I'm, talking I'm, about? Jasmine's Jasmine Molly. Jasmine's Molly. And that's why I know what's going to happen. Because and, and 10 years ago, I was Molly. Because inside, right. Molly's like, hmm, I might test this out to see how it works. But in the end, she's going to be like, I want Dro to myself. I don't want to share right. Dro. Perhaps I can be the leading lady. And then she's going to discover she can't be the leading lady. And then she's going to go back to the Molly way of life and be sad and hit the online dating. What's your, what, what's your, what are your thoughts, Chris? What do you think? I like that. I think that actually sounds like what would be a well-scripted story concerning them to that. You know, they had the interaction 
and that she, you know, maybe tries it or tries to work through within herself because Molly's the quintessential, I need to be everything, right? Right, it's true, right, That is Molly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of that journey into, you know, kind of even humbling herself or taking pressure off herself may be that interaction with Jerome, and that would be something that I would like to see. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Because Molly, she, she tripping like she's twenty years away from being bald head. Right, twenty tried two. She's two years away from being having stress alopecia um, patches. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love Molly. Well, we will have to stay tuned. Yeah. Um, and um, thank you so much again for yeah, coming thank on. You. Uh, we learned a lot. No this is a great segment, and uh, hopefully, we can bring you back as um, as this topic grows and grows and grows. Which mm-hmm. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure it will. So, Jasmine, that was good. Yeah, that was good. You know, I think he just brought up some really great points about like why people might not want to be in that type of relationship, and it is the fear thing. It's like the fear of not being valued, the fear of being left. It's all that fear stuff. Mm-hmm. He's right. You know, I still I still think it's a good option for people, um, mainly because there's so many single women um, See, out here. That, the Shaharazad Ali approach, yeah. that I don't bang with. Yeah. That theory, I'm not. Yeah, I think we I'm need to have, I think we need to have options. Not, not just, you know, you enter into a, a not polygamy. I'm not talking about polygamy. Right, right, I'm right. speaking specifically about polyamory yes. because a lot of times what we have is we have these monogamous relationships mm-hmm. disguised. Uh, right, no, 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 yes. non-monogamous yes. relationships mm-hmm, disguised mm-hmm. as monogamy. Yes, mm-hmm. right, and it's really not, and it's not. And right. so, why are you hurt? Because right. you didn't have an option yes. to have somebody mm-hmm. else too. That's right. really no, the no, that's, that's really what it is. What it is. <laughs> no, you're right. right. So, what is that? Right. That equals polyamory, right? No, that's the right. solution. Right. That's the solution. If you were open and honest about your true desires, and your true needs, right, then you will go that route. Exactly. But you know, people don't really want to. I don't really want to unpack that because the reality is it just is families, religion. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole lot of stuff. But I want. predict that the numbers will increase over the next, yeah. you know, few years. I give it like twenty. I think the younger generation is going to get down with that. Years, it might be the norm. It'll be the norm. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. All right, girl. This was a good show. Yeah. yeah Thank I, you. This is I like your it. debut. You're going to come back. We were trying to, you know. And I have some stuff to talk about with my therapist. Unpack those fears. Mm, nice. All right. So until next time. Listen, y'all. Thank you for joining. Yes. Um, hopefully, we'll get back to you soon next week. Yes. Um, we have so many things we want to talk about. We're going we're gonna to continue to talk about the online yeah. dating. That's going to be a regular segment. Yes. And we're going to continue to talk about Insecure because, mm-hmm. like, what? Uh, Martin Times. Yeah. Um, and if, if folks can like leave feedback on the Facebook page and start some dialogue yeah. so we can bring that in here yeah. we want to know what you think yeah that's the most important thing because you know we're we're trying to feed off of of our audience and there's so much yeah. going on and you know I'm on Facebook people are doing all this nakedness and I mean I'm not opposed to all of that lie. stuff sending dick pics and all that uh, oh I got some wait, dick pics actually stories, that can be the next show oh yeah the dick pics. I got some good dick pic stories. I got a lot. I got a lot to say Girl. about these dick pics. You know, I got a lot. It was plenty time. I was. I, we'll save it. But I, no. I, I, you know, I went through my little dick pic phase. phase. Yeah, we gotta talk about the whole thing too. Yeah. All right, no, guys. Next time, dick pics and the whole face. <laughs> it sounds good. Have a good
have a good day. Happy Sunday. Deuces.